and welcome back to another edition of the Clagato Veteran Podcast. This is Season 5, Episode 4. And on tonight's episode, my loyal horny toad listeners, and I say horny because tonight's episode, the theme is Valentine's Day Special, which is a resed out relationship advice edition again. So on this episode, we will be discussing five major topics uh, regarding Valentine's Day since today is Valentine's Day. And I was really hoping to uh, have more of these, but I mean, more episodes dedicated to relationship advices, but we'll just go ahead and go with this one. And once again, I'm doing a podcast from inside the car because it's just faster than me trying to do all the stuff with the Hogan. So I believe, you know... To a few more episodes, then I'll go back into the Hogan because there's preparation that needs to take place and also need to get firewood ready, all kinds of stuff. So anyways, so uh, it's going to be a five uh, segment addition again to this episode. The first one will be what res women want. The second one will be masculine maturity. The third one will be attraction and arousal. The fourth one will be bad boys versus villains. And finally, the last segment of the night will be mind reading hints. And of course, this is the native ravager coming back at you. And the reason why I wanted to do this, uh, res out relationship advice is because I've been doing research on like a lot of things where, um, relationships, you know, obviously falls in the category of trying to make the nonprofit move and, and also like how to get things underway as far as, you know, making progress and how to interact with people. And along that line, that's where I've, you know, just been coming across videos. I mean, no pun intended, but I'm not watching pornos. When I say this, I'm talking about YouTube. I come across these videos where these relationship women, you know, they want men to know these things. So, you know, that's why I try to share, share on this, uh, with this podcast, these, these, these type of informations and details that I, um, that I can understand and I can reinterpret for the res, you know, um, the two of the major ones that really pop up is a joy, joy enema. And she's this British lady that gives out relationship advice. I guess she has a company. They do um, research and they find out which one, what, what pertains to what, um, they do like a countdown of, you know, what women like, what, what they desire in men, what, you know, what's attractive, all kinds of stuff like that. Another lady I listened to, her name is uh, Courtney, uh, what was it? Courtney Ryan. Um, Anyway, she's like an Instagram influencer and all this. Um, there was this other lady named Marnie. I think her channel was called the wing woman or wing woman, wingman, your wingman, Marnie or something like that. But that lady's more direct. She's more, you know, fast and, um, and she don't put, pull no punches basically. Um, there was another young lady I used to watch, man. She was real pretty, uh, uh, Iranian woman young lady and uh, her name was Nagin, but I haven't really searched any of her videos. Uh, Anyways. So those were like the main three videos I'd watch. Oh, and then there's this other one called my non leather life. 
this lady, she's like real soft spoken, but she has some really great advice. And she even talks about like, uh, you know, you, when you listen to her, you look at her, it looks like she isn't wild. She just kind of looks like a mousy nerd. But when she starts talking about some intimate details, I mean, she, she wasn't even afraid to pull like this dude in who, who gave her like the best orgasm of her life. And she had him talk and he was like, you can tell dude was nervous, but he still, you know, talked about how he got her off and how he was able to keep her like in that orgasmic bliss and all this stuff. Right, anyways, um, so enough, uh, yammering, um, let's go ahead and jump into the first subject of the night, which is going to be what res women want. And we'll go from there and hopefully we'll have a pretty good episode for you for this Valentine's day edition. Here we go. Horny toads. Okay, the first segment for tonight, I, I think I'm just going to go ahead and make all these about 15 minutes long again, like I did for the uh, Super Bowl edition. But this is uh, season five, episode four uh, for the Clagato Veteran podcast. And this is our Valentine's Day special edition. Uh, for our res doubt relationship advice, R O R A Aurora. And, um, so anyways, this first one, uh, I'm going to be talking about is what res women want. And this segment is about how modern women in general, you know, I'll break down the res part later, uh, secretly want dominated intercourse and how that differs from actual rape and rape. Uh, which confuses the mind to resist, but the body to accept. Uh, I'll explain that a little bit more. And um, that's what this segment is all about. You know, just basically about domination and what women in general would like. Now, this is according to that lady I was talking about in the introduction, um, my non-leather life. I can't remember her name, but she was talking about how she was like scared and she was like a virgin, shy virgin, typical, you know, um, stereotypical uh, shy virgin girl that really didn't want to do anything. But somehow I, there's a video where she talks about how she ended up going to a strip bar and she became a stripper and she felt, um, this rush of like, not so much domination, but it was, um, it was this crazy feeling that I guess she wanted uh, to be desired, you know? And so she got pretty good at stripping. She was on the strip pole and then, you know, eventually, you know, she got, she bust her nut and, um, she ended up, you know, becoming a relationship guru, I guess, expert or advice giver or whatever. And, um, the thing I want to say about this, this subject, um, is pretty much like, um, what I was saying, they secretly want dominated intercourse. And what that lady was saying was, um, there was a countdown of, of like five things that women secretly desire that, you know, men don't know about or should know about or something like that. One of them was, you know, she wants the man to be dominant, you know, to take over and do the positions. But unfortunately, you know, on the res, we're, we're not given that advice. All we're just taught is basically what the, uh, the schools teach us about, you know, sex ed. And it's just, 
oh, the, the penis is connected to the, uh, uh, scrotum and there's inside the scrotum is, a uh, you know, sperm, which, you know, it, it comes through ejaculation. And then the, uh, you know, the penis is inserted in the vagina. It's like, okay, all right. Yeah, we get that. But how to sustain a relationship, that's what I'm kind of more interested in because, uh, as I've, um, really studied the res nowadays, you know, and I'm thinking, how come a lot of these relationships don't last, you know, and I don't want these guys thinking that, um, that I'm taking their women away from them. You know, that's why I don't really want to be introduced to like some of my friends and relatives, the women that they're with, you know, I prefer to keep a distance. Should anything happen between that relationship that doesn't work out, I don't want to get the blame for it. Like, oh, well, you know, on his uh, podcast, he's always talking about women and what they want and all this shit about um, relationship advice. So he probably manipulated her mind and did something. So me, I'm just saying, look, man, I understand that, but I'm giving out the information that I think we all should, could benefit from. And um, so anyways, I'm over explaining here, but um, one of the things that, that, that YouTube channel was saying was, um, girls like to be choked, not really hard. You know, it's just, there's a certain level of, of chokeness that, you know, they would like. So that's in, in general, you know, I mean, not every woman's going to like that, but it just in general, you know, if you are performing intercourse with your female partner and you're, you know, if you're a dude and then, um, you know, trying to, choke her in just like the right way will, you know, pretty much give her the sensation of like a prolonged orgasmic bliss because of the lack of oxygen going to the brain and all that. So that was one of them. The other one was being spanked. Now that may not work for Navajo women, especially in their twenties and thirties and possibly forties. But, um, if that is something they're into a little kinky, you know, that might work. And from what Navajo Pedro had told me about, you know, native women or Navajo women is that they, you know, they, they love that rough sex. So it's like, okay, well now we have a base for what I'm trying to say now. And so the choking, the spanking, um, and also like name calling, you know, like, just knowing how to be appropriate enough to call her a slut, a whore, you know, and a bitch and all that. And then to do it in a way to where the dude is like dominant, but also, you know, letting the female have that uh, moment of being like, um, being dominated. And that's why, you know, I'm just trying to say, this is what I've learned and, I'm I'm just cr- crushing it all down just so I can hurry up and do it for a podcast. But, you know, that's like the main takeaway from what I wanted to share. Now, uh, once again, this isn't my opinion. It's just something I've learned off of uh, YouTube. And then also, um, uh, as far as um, rape, you know, I was thinking one time uh, there was a, a female veteran that was uh, we all went to some course, um, about leadership or something. Anyways, I don't remember how it happened, what the subject matter was, or like what we learned from that course or something like that. It was like towards the end. And this Navajo female, uh, she went up there and she talked about how she was raped when she was in the Marines. And, um, and I've always thought about that. And I'm like, 
how could you not fight it off? You know, I, I didn't really think about it at the time, but, um, when I was uh, cruising back home, I started thinking about it. I was like, why, why didn't she just stop it? What, what prevented her from, um, you know, from pushing the guy off saying that she didn't want it. So I talked to uh, a trusted female, um, relative family, uh, member. And, um, I asked that person, I said, um, you know, this, this is what happened to a female veteran. And, um, and I'm like, why didn't she just, why wasn't she able to push the guy off? Why wasn't she able to fight back if she really, if she didn't want to get raped and she knew it was rape. And then, um, this female told me, well, you know, some women at that age, you know, in the early twenties, late teens, uh, what usually tends to happen is if they're going to get raped and the man puts his wiener in her, her body will just like accept it. It'll, I don't want to say love it, but it'll like it because it's natural. You know, there's that tension that's built up and she's being dominated. So then that's messing with her mind where she's like, she's being raped and she knows it's wrong, but it feels so good, you know? And in the end, when the guy busts a nut in her, um, he got her pregnant. Now, you know, that's one thing I've always heard about when women, um, have give birth to their children and their children don't like the father. And they're like, why did you, why were you with him? How come you, you let him do this? Why, how come you don't hate him? And then the mother's response usually is, you know, because he made you or helped me make you or something like that, you know? And so that's like a really, um, a power stance for the mother to, to take. So anyways, so I, the more I thought about it, I was like, Hmm, man, that's pretty crazy. You know, she, um, this female Navajo, uh, you know, well, is pretty much a veteran now, but at the time of active service, you know, she was raped and, you know, I understand that, you know, a lot of women don't want to get beaten up because the guy is already raping her. And, you know, I'm like, well, why didn't you just go to the cops? And, oh, that's what I asked this, this, uh, uh, female family member. And I said, why didn't that lady just go to the cops and say that, you know, there was still some fresh sperm inside her body. And, you know, knowing that she would probably get kicked out of the military service or, you know, um, become blacklisted or whatever, <clears throat> how come she didn't take that route? And then I was told that it's probably because she felt guilty because she loved that feeling of getting raped. I was like, Oh shit. That's like a big old, you know, blew my mind open, you know? And, um, so that's where I've kind of been looking at a lot of these, um, reservation women and, um, especially the generation that's now elderlies, you know, the, the senior citizens, they, the, the ladies from those eras, they've probably been raped so many times that it's been acceptable and then they don't really tell, they don't know how to tell their grandkids or their granddaughters, you know, when you get raped, that's not supposed to be something that's natural, but they probably, the, the senior probably feels guilty for liking that experience of being dominated and pushed around and bent over and, you know, the dudes grabbing her hips and just slamming his, uh, 
his lower portion of his body into her and that reaction of the, um, the bodies, you know, getting pounded is probably quite a turn on, you know, and in their mind, they're like, oh, this is wrong. I don't accept this, but secretly they like it because that's like the rough sex that they secretly desired. And let's say that, that Navajo senior, when she was younger, she was hot and fine and back in her day and she was with, she met her man and, um, you know, but he was like really soft, either he was really soft or he was probably just an alcoholic, didn't pay that much attention to her. But when it came time for them to have intimate intercourse, he was just like, you know, lightly, barely banging her probably. And then he nut and then that was it, you know? So then now, you know, within that timeline of her still being young and fine, you know, another dude sees her, he's like, oh man, I got to get a piece of that. So he goes over there and he tells her, you know, woman, I'm going to bend you over and take you and make you mine. And she's like, no, I don't like that. I don't want it. I don't desire it. And he, and whether he knew it or not, you know, he was still going to give it to her because he was going to like it. And then little did she know she was going to like it. So while she's getting raped, she's trying to, you know, do her best to fight it. But her body is like, no, nah, no, nah, this is natural. You know, don't move, you know, accept it, take it. Oh, this feels good. And then her brain is like, no, nah, this is wrong. You know, it hurts and all this stuff. And so, I, you know, that's where I think, um, that whole rape thing is really, um, when it's not talked about like that, I think that's what makes it harder for you know, it to be a subject matter to bring up in like a public school to teach, uh, you know, middle schoolers or high schoolers even, you know, all right, look, this isn't natural. This isn't right. And, you know, I'm pretty sure there are some women that legitimately do not like that. You know, you know what they say, different strokes for different folks. You know, everybody's not built the same. Everybody doesn't have the same tolerance. Um, you know, things are just different for everybody. So not every woman's body type is going to be the same. Not like every guy's penis is going to be the same size. You know, if it's short and thick or long and thin, you know, there's all these different varieties, variations and all that. So it would, you know, pretty much be safe to assume that, you know, uh, if one woman doesn't really like that feeling of getting raped and she actually does something about it, gets the cops involved, then, you know, that is her prerogative. She can do that. But also in that realm, um, and that's something that I think, uh, we should bring out more on this res and talk about that because, um, you know, that that's how that, uh, rape, you know, it, the domination of rape is what would make a woman's mind, you know, uh, resist, but the body accepted. And, um, <clears throat> there was this, excuse me, there was a story on unsolved mystery. I remember seeing as a kid and, um, there was this lady, she was raped and she was raped over and over by this guy who broke into her home and, you know, and she was doing paintings and she goes, I drew this picture of this horse because, you know, that's what, um, his thrusting reminded me, it reminded me of a horse, you know, it was painful, but now that I think back on it as an adult, looking back at it when I was a kid and I really didn't understand why this lady was painting a horse, 
when she had such a traumatic experience. Well, I knew what rape was at that time. I think I was like nine years old when I watched that episode, but, um, it always kind of stuck in my head. And, you know, the reason why, you know, she drew that horse was because I think secretly she liked it, you know, uh, and it, you know, and like women, they always like, um, horses and that's something that they, you know, pretty much they love. But, um, so that's where I wanted to talk about that. And then, um, there was this other lifetime movie I saw and I was like the same around the same age, nine, 10, it was about this, uh, prisoner who was a rapist. He got released. It was kind of an interesting, uh, like a team made for TV movie, like a lifetime thing. And here his woman neighbor, she falls in love with him, but she was also a rape victim. And then later on, I think it was her husband came back. He was trying to kill her or something. So she met up with that rapist. And then, um, then later, I don't know, somehow she found out he was a convicted rapist. So she backed away. Then her husband came to try to kill her. Then somehow that rapist went over there, saved a day and all this. It was pretty good. Uh, but anyways, um, let's go ahead and uh, wrap this up and let's go. 15 minutes has already went by. So let's go jump on to segment number two for tonight. This one will be masculine maturity.